welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Improvement Project. I hope you've all had a wonderful week, the start of a new year, all those goals set in place. But in all seriousness, I hope you had a peaceful time and I'm looking forward to sharing with you today the topic around the art of developing others. Now, you might be thinking, is this for me? Is this episode for me? Will it be what I'm looking for? And as always with the self-improvement project, it is essentially around developing yourself to help develop others. So the art of developing others, there's a couple of different topics I want to share with you in regards to this today. But I would just like to start off by acknowledging that this is a really important topic for me. And I really hope that that passion comes across to you today. And I would love for it if if it resonates with you to share that with me. A lot of the people I know in my life are teachers, they're coaches, they're managers. And for one reason or another, these people, I, I attract them and vice versa. Purely because of that common interest, that common note of developing other people. So you may be at the start of your journey with developing others, you might be you might have been doing it for years or you might it might be on the horizon for you. So I am like I say I'm really excited to share this with you today. And I would love to hear your thoughts, anything that you would add yourself that has been key or important for you in the art of developing other people and what you find successful. What I'm going to share with you today is just a drop in the ocean of some of the things that could be included in the area of developing other people. And let's get stuck in. So, I think it's important to start off with a piece around what this relates to. So, I'd like to start by saying through yourself reaching inner peace and self-acceptance, there becomes a desire to teach others. This is a win-win situation, as research shows our best way of improvement and learning for ourselves comes through the teaching of others. And this is a great place to start because by 
reaching that inner peace and self-acceptance, you know that you're on the right track. If you're passionate about developing others, then the best way to become even better at that is through developing yourself, which you're doing right now by listening to this podcast, whatever books you've got on the go that you're reading at the moment as well, or maybe the new networks that you're connecting with this year and the goals that you've set yourself. Also, key skills such as communication skills, public speaking skills, social intelligence skills such as influence and persuasion. By working on these all the time, you're developing yourself and this is going to have that knock-on effect of developing the people in your life and those who you potentially have that responsibility for, whether that's teaching or coaching or whatever. So, I want to touch on four different aspects of the art of developing others. The first one that I personally feel is the most powerful one is self-awareness. Now, there's a book on my to-read list called Self-Awareness by Anthony DeMello. I've read little blurbs about it, things like that. But self-awareness is very grounding. I want you to take yourself back to a very influential and inspirational teacher or coach or person that you've had in your life. And what we tend to do, we tend to model ourselves on that person. And this is great because obviously that influence has had a profound impact on you. And by allowing that to be shared amongst other people may have a similar impact. But self-awareness, like I, like I say, is very grounding. Knowing how we feel in a certain moment, knowing how we are, looks on other people, the way that we speak and model ourselves and our actions have that ripple effect on the circles that we influence. So I'm going to touch on a couple of things that I feel this self-awareness can have that ripple effect on as well. Now, I think there's elements of developing others as well where this self-awareness can sometimes eat away at us. You don't want to be constantly thinking about how you come across because that's almost status and ego. I need to make sure that everybody thinks that I'm amazing is the wrong mindset. The mindset you want to be going for is when you are self-aware, your self-acceptance, your inner peace, your 
comfortability comfortability within yourself is being demonstrated to everybody within your circle so i think that's an important place to start to filter down into areas that this might impact on the first one i would love to touch on that i think is most important because it's maybe one of the hardest to do but it's one of the rarest things that we see and that is to model patience with those in those in our circle that we are dealing with whether we're when we're developing them so patience can come across in a number of ways it might be you're being patient with someone who's going through the journey that you did you might be modeling patience in the sense of they're on the right track and you need to let them make mistakes to get better the only way that they will get to where they need to be is by going through that mistake patience also creates encouragement for other people patience can put others at ease there's a safe space Simon Sinek talks about the circle of safety which is a good starting point for that as well but patience is key in helping create that feeling of safety when we're learning or we're developing now this feeds quite nicely into my next point because maybe if you think back to a time that you've developed as well or you've gone through that learning process of not knowing what you're doing to then being aware that you're not good etc is when you're in that position of helping someone improve you need to know when to demand more now let's go back to patience if you're too patient with someone and they're not giving their all that's when you need to push there's it's not a theory but there's almost a um, thing that you can do it's called push and pull where you're trying to mirror the other person but when you're in this position sometimes that push is important rather than pulling if you pull someone too much then you're doing all the work so if we're modeling this patience but they're not giving that's when the balance needs to change so demanding more as much as it might seem pushy or it might seem overwhelming it can sometimes be the best thing for people creating those high standards for others optimal engagement for people that we are responsible for comes not only from supporting them and making them feel safe but challenging them pushing them to the edge of their capabilities so that they improve so that is ultimately your role when developing other people but as you can imagine 
that balance can be quite tough. Tough to gauge, but that's where your self-awareness comes in. The last point I'd like to touch on, and maybe a nice point to finish, is the power of self-belief. The self-belief for you as a practitioner, a teacher, a coach or a manager. Again, we talk about this ripple effect. When there's someone that has been a leader for you or been in a leadership position that you follow, when you sense their self-belief, it radiates towards you and gives you that self-belief. So we need to take that down to your level in the sense of that self-belief for you having that impact on those that you're responsible for. Again, another book on my to-read list is The Power of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. It might seem far-fetched, but what's the harm in thinking big? The self-doubt that we can sometimes flood ourselves with can hold us back. So by flipping that and sometimes having too much self-belief, yes, there'll be times where we fall, but we're still further ahead than we would be if we hadn't. So model this. Be that role model for those people to inspire them, to help elevate them whilst you elevate yourself. And to continue on that point of self-belief, having that belief in others can be one of the most powerful tools that you can have in a position of leadership. Yes, they might not be where you want them to be, but they'll get there. If you show that belief in others, that can be the thing that they need, maybe if they're filling themselves with doubt or anxiety. So it's important to know that the power that you have in instilling belief in others is significant, very, very significant. And that's where I'd like to finish. Knowing the potential influence that you can have on others using these little tools or these small methods but consistently every day with the people that you are responsible for developing so like I mentioned at the start if there's any that you feel work for you or any that you feel like I've missed that would complement them or any other ones that are glaringly obvious that should be in there I would love to hear from you and I hope that allows you to feel like you can improve on something today so thanks again for listening 
as always, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to catching up with you guys all soon. Cheers! <laughs>